0: Welcome to the Taproom Post Net Podcast. I am Delta Zero Four, and we will be covering the net's topic of the week. Welcome, y'all. I am Delta Zero Four, located in the Redoubt of the South. This is Tappern Postnet Podcast episode 15-04. Every Sunday at 9 p.m. Eastern, Tappern has an amateur radio HF Net. The primary purpose for the net is to promote self-reliance and preparedness in all aspects of modern life. The goal of the net is to share and disseminate information that can help everyone achieve individual independence and self-reliance. During the net, we'll have a topic of the evening. So this podcast is a summary of the combined knowledge our check and share during the TAPRIN nets. If y'all have questions about TAPRIN, feel free to go to the following website, www.amron.com. Phonetically, that's wwwalpha my romeo romeo oscar novembercom You can find TAPRIN information, including the net schedule and frequency, at that site. All right. Let's take a quick break, and then I'll provide y'all a net check and report, and then we'll finally cover the January twenty-fifth Tapper net topic. <laughs> For January 25, 2015, Tappern had a total of 26 check-ins from the following states: five from Florida, three from Ohio, three from Kentucky, two from Alabama, two from Texas, two from South Carolina, two from New York, two from Virginia, and one each from the following states: Mississippi, Georgia, Vermont, Indiana, and also one from Ontario. Thanks everyone for checking in. This week's topic was bug-out vehicles. It doesn't matter. if if you plan to bug in during an emergency or bug out to grandma's farm. Your family needs to have some sort of alternative plan to get out of Dodge. Two of the top items that come to mind when quickly leaving in case of an emergency is what you plan to take with you and the vehicle you plan to use to get wherever your alternative location may be. Tapper check-ins had lots of great advice on what to look for in a bug out vehicle and even provided their personal choices. Just remember, even even if you don't have a budget to get a separate bug out vehicle, as long as you keep your current vehicle in good working order and your family or group has a plan on what needs to be quickly packed during an emergency, you are prepared and ready to bug out. Okay, now let's get started with that wish list. For most of us, when we think of a bug out vehicle, we think four-wheel drive. One check-in stated, if you can, look for four-wheel drive with the transfer case in the floor and try to stay away from the electronics version. As far as specific models go, he said the Jeep Rubicon and the trail-rated Toyota 4Runner are good choices. Another feature that check-ins mentioned is limited slip or positive traction locking differential. Posi-traction can be found in the Astro minivan and Suburban. While four-wheel drive is definitely a good option, another good option mentioned was an all-wheel drive vehicle. All-wheel drive vehicles tend to have a little bit better gas mileage but still have have the advantage over two-wheel drive vehicles. Some examples of those are the Toyota RAV4, the older Suzuki Samurai, and the Ford Escape. And one more feature a check-in suggested looking for if you are in the market for a bug-out vehicle is an auxiliary transmission and oil cooler. You typically find those on tow packages. When it comes to bug-out vehicles, you can take a standard vehicle and add some very good accessories to it to make it more suitable for bugging out. For instance, One check-in mentioned, if you have a truck, you can add a lockable bed cover or a bed cap with tinted windows. Another great addition to trucks is the strong metal fuel cans or an auxiliary fuel tank in the bed of the truck. For any vehicle, some top accessories mentioned by check-ins were a good tool kit, fix-a-flat or tire plug kit, water cans, and of course, a good CB, but preferably a ham radio if you have your license. VHF UHF mobile rigs are good for vehicles and not hard to add to one. There are all sorts of mounting options for both the transceiver and the antenna, even options where you don't have to drill into the vehicle dash, if that's a concern. A couple of tips if you do add a rig to your bug out vehicle. One, make sure you connect the power cables directly to the vehicle's battery. Otherwise, you are going to run a big risk of having vehicle engine noise in the RF. Two, consider where you install the rig. If you want it easily reachable for both you and your front passenger, consider going in the middle with it. But if you have a dedicated comms person, maybe centered near their seat would be best. Three, there is a non-drill radio mount option that is a bracket that attaches to one of your seat anchor bolts under the seat cushion. At first glance, it seems like a great solution. But if you have a newer vehicle with passenger airbag sensors, carefully read your vehicle information because some vehicle seat sensors are connected to those seat anchor bolts and if you mess with that bolt you may accidentally trigger a false alert light that won't cut off until you take it to a repair shop. One check-in had an interesting tip that he did with his rigs power cable. He bought an AC male and female plug that you can get at any home improvement store and he added that to his rigs power cable so that he could easily switch out any future rigs instead of having to rerun another power Cable later on. Now, if you do decide to put an HF ham radio in your vehicle, consider putting a long whip antenna like you see on military vehicles. In case you didn't know, when you bend that whip antenna over from bumper to bumper, it actually creates an MVIS setup, which is great for local and regional HF communications while on the move. And then once you park somewhere, you can still unhook the top end of the whip to have a true vertical whip to get out further if needed. Next on bug out vehicles is upgrades. When you think of upgrades, usually you think of tires. Quite a few check-ins agreed. It's more important to have good standard tires that properly fit your vehicle than going with a big mud tire. A couple of reasons behind that. First, if you do need to change out a tire and you've already gone through your spare, it will be much easier to find a replacement for a standard tire than a special mud tire. Second, you'll get better gas mileage on standard tires and if you have a ways to travel that will be very important if you want to find an in-between tire one check-in suggested off-road tires in the size your vehicle recommends and if money is no option you can always get run flats talk about a wish list item folks speaking of gas mileage a couple of check-ins recently purchased a vehicle more geared to bugging out and they both decided on a vehicle that provided them the maximum room needed but also keeping the gas mileage in mind they both decided on smaller SUVs. Another good option that a couple of check-ins own is a diesel vehicle like a VW Beetle and VW Jetta. While these vehicles may not be able to hold a lot, they can run on just about anything including kerosene and vegetable oil. It goes without saying, if you can get an older vehicle that has less electronics, it will be easier to work on if something does go wrong. And while we're on the subject of repairs, along with that toolkit. Maybe purchase a few basic vehicle repair items like a serpentine drive belt that fits your vehicle, a radiator hose, hose clamps, electrical tape, brake fluid, a couple of quarts of oil, and extra fuses. Also consider getting a Chilton Vehicle Repair Manual for your vehicle's make, model, and year built. Even if you are not vehicle repair savvy, you may know someone who is and who you could barter with, and if you provide them that manual, it could help them out quickly quite a bit with your repairs. Even if you don't have a dedicated bug-out vehicle, whatever you currently have will be just fine. No matter what vehicle you do have, try to keep up with the maintenance of your vehicle so it will be ready to roll when you need it most. If your vehicle is having a little bit of a hard time cranking in the cold weather, maybe consider going ahead and purchasing a new battery instead of waiting until it completely dies. Regular oil changes, good brakes, and good tires go a long way. And if you plan to bug out with a trailer or camper don't forget about checking the tires on those as well and my one last advice no matter if it's a bug out vehicle a small commuter car or off-road behemoth truck try to avoid driving around with the fuel tank that's close to empty a good rule of thumb my family follows is always keep your gas tank at least half full you never know when you'll need that half tank of gas to get to a predetermined location to meet up with your family or group when in emergency occurs all right y'all that is all for this episode a special thanks to those who checked into the net and provided us all the great information to share god bless everyone until next week this is delta 04 clear